Hi, this is Jennifer. I'm your host for the podcast, Living Like a Goddess in a Demotic World. Um, in this episode, we're going to do a little self-reflection. And the self-reflection exercise that we're going to do today is um, recognizing normal human emotions versus would have to call it uh, medical conditions, okay, like um, behavior problems uh, that need medical attention. So one of the emotions I want to talk about, especially for people that have lived um, in a passive uh, situation their entire life, trying to keep the peace in an abusive family or with an abusive partner, is one thing that happens when you finally are free of that is you start developing more emotions because you start freely expressing how you actually feel. So not really sure why this is, but usually anger is one of the first uh, emotions to reappear. Not really sure why that is, but um, anytime that I've been depressed and had to take medication to uh, come back from that. Um, remember just feeling just mad, just mad that the situation happened, um, mad at people that didn't do anything to help me, um, just mad. I mean, I was just angry. Um, I mean, I realized that, you know, it was just this emotion, but, um, I was bothered by it a little bit because I just felt angry all the time. Um, so anger is, for some reason, one of the first emotions to appear after you've been uh, depressed. I'm not really sure why that is. Um, happened to me and um, you know, other people that I've I've talked to about uh, having a history of depression. Um, so yeah, so now you know I had a history of depression. So. Anyway, the backstory on the depression is um, I had some postpartum depression with my firstborn. Um, I had some uh, pretty heavy body image issues. Um, I was used to being very thin. I had gained a lot of weight. Um, And then to make it worse, my partner husband, ex-husband now, um, he added, um, insult to injury, really, and made me feel even worse, so, um, I did get to the point where I was crying on a daily basis, and, um, decided it was time to go get some help from a doctor, I was on, um, some light antidepressants, and it helped tremendously, I was so surprised how much better I felt and um, realized that I had spent a good part of my childhood depressed because I finally, for the first time in my life, did not feel depressed. So just so you know, when you're self-reflecting and um, trying to assess yourself for depression, Sometimes it takes being really depressed before you actually go get help. So I don't know why that is. It seems like it's 
not as bad as it really is until after you get help and you feel better. I have no idea why it works like that, but it does. So if you feel like you maybe you should go to the doctor about how you feel, you probably should. Okay, it's it's time. So go do it because um, it's probably way worse than you than you think it is. If you're you know feeling like maybe you should go, so go. Okay, it's your sign to go. Time to go. So go do it. Okay, so that being said, um, depression and anxiety tend to go hand in hand. And um, so if you're also having anxiety issues along with the depression, just know that they're very closely related for some reason, um, the way that they're treated medically. So um, yeah, so definitely get that checked out. Um, So we talked about anger. So anger is, for some reason, one of the first emotions that, that would come back for me. Um, and other people that I've, that I've talked to, but, um, so that's a normal human emotion. Um, the point where we start calling it a problem is if it starts affecting the way that you live socially. Okay. So like when people are hospitalized for psychological disorders, one of the things that gets them back out into the community is their ability to live socially, you know, like a normal life, like take care of themselves, uh, go to their doctor's appointments, take their medications, um, keep their behavior in check. Um, So if it gets to the point where you're not able to take care of yourself or other people, um, that's definitely a very big problem and you might need to be hospitalized even so there's some self-reflection for you on emotions um, especially regarding anger depression and anxiety Um, having some anxious feelings or even being sad those are those are all normal emotions but when they get to the point where um, you just want to sleep the day away um, or your heart starts racing when you're thinking about problems in your life and you start sweating and shaking um, or feeling like harming yourself, that, that's, that's bad, okay? If you're, you're feeling like harming yourself especially, it, it's time to get help right away, immediately, okay? 911, okay? I feel like hurting myself, is what you tell them, if that's the case. So the good news is uh, somebody will evaluate you and determine if you just uh, need to go home and see a psychologist or if you need to be uh, uh, admitted as an inpatient into a hospital. So what I would recommend is getting it taken care of before it gets that bad. Um, So that's where self-reflection here is very important, okay? So we need to check our emotions and um, make sure that they're not getting out of control. So anger is one. If you're angry and you're just whatever, mad, and um, you diffuse yourself, you're okay. You're going to be fine. Um, If you get to the point where you're smashing stuff, you're threatening other people, you're hurting other people, you're hurting yourself, um, that that's where the line is drawn, my friend. It's time to go get professional help right away. 
Um, so that's on anger. And then sad, that's that's depression if you're just sad all the time or you can't get back from being sad. Um, and then, of course, anxious. Like, it's normal to feel anxious, you know, like before a job interview. Not anxious to just out of the blue have a racing heart, shaking and sweating. Um, that's where you draw the line there. So, those are some basic emotions that I wanted to talk about. Um, and at what point it's time to get professional help. Um, some people are very high functioning uh, when they're depressed. Um, they can get all the basic stuff done. Um, it's not an ideal way to live. You can totally um, see a doctor about that and, and work through that. So reflecting on yourself. Um, you got to keep those emotions in check, okay? Um, they say one good way to uh, keep track of your emotions is with a journal. And um, you can do it on your phone. You can do it in an actual physical journal. Just write down um, how you're feeling. You know, like can develop more uh, terms for emotions. We don't have to just use sad or mad or anxious. We can um, we can use other words too. So be creative. Use all kinds of words to describe your emotions and um, any thoughts that you're dwelling on. Um, when you go through and read it later, for some reason, it um, will give you a lot of insight on where your thoughts keep going like if they keep going towards a relationship or they keep going towards finances or they keep going towards um, your health um, you can start seeing um, trends and if you're not seeing the trends you can have a trusted person read it and they can help you identify your trends with you. Preferably, you would choose somebody trained in doing that, like a licensed therapist, which I am not, by the way. I am a registered nurse. I have worked with uh, patients uh, with psychological disorders. Um, I've also um, assisted uh, with a lot of treatment plans for people with psychological disorders, um, but I'm not a licensed therapist. So when it's time to go and do that discussing, you know, just discussing about um, how you're feeling, um, I am just giving you personal advice uh, because, not just because of my work as a nurse, but because personally, I've been through some stuff. So, that being said, um, hopefully this will help you out so you can so you can get through this. Alright, so we touched on emotions, how that affects us uh, physically and when it's time to find professional help. Um, yeah, so Hopefully that will help you uh, get through
help that you need and help be able to recognize when it's time to uh, get help right away. Uh, also in other people. Uh, while we're on that subject of recognizing behavior in other people, I'd like to talk about uh, depression, how important it is to recognize depression in other people. Um, on a personal note, we had a neighbor uh, when I was a teenager. Um, she had a boyfriend that was uh, very depressed. And I was basically a child at the time. I, I didn't know, but she talked about it, about how he was always just sad and she didn't know what to do. Well, one day we got a phone call that there was a murder-suicide, okay? He had killed her and himself and left a suicide note that, you know, he wanted better for them and his gloomy outlook on life. That was obviously very distorted from her perspective on life person that was very optimistic and outgoing um but he felt that it was best for both of them to depart from this world in a very violent manner with a gun so um that was a very very sad uh, way to lose um, a dear friend and unfortunately that that happens more than you know, then we realize. So in recognizing depression in other people is very important, okay? So if you've got someone that just seems really, really sad, uh, it's time to get help for them because often with depression goes the feelings of worthlessness and that they're not even worthy of getting help. So how are you going to get help if you don't feel like you're worthy of getting help? So yeah, that, 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 falls on us okay we gotta we gotta help these guys out so if you have somebody that says they're thinking of unaliving themselves that's a 911 call okay that you you call right away um if you have um a boyfriend that you're breaking up with and he's like we can't break up because i'm going to unalive myself okay well i'll call 911 for you because um you know, we take this shit seriously, all right? And we're not going to be joking about unaliving ourselves either. Um, a lot of times when you hear people joking about not being alive anymore, that's a sign they've been thinking about it, okay? Pay attention. If they're joking about not being in this world anymore or how they um, would be, everyone would be better off without them, listen up because they've already thought about um, unaliving themselves if they don't have a plan already and then you've probably heard this but if somebody um, has been depressed for a while and suddenly they seem amazingly better that is a sign that they have decided to kill themselves okay so um, people with depression don't instantly feel better that doesn't happen all right that means that they've made the decision to um, be not alive so um, and also uh, another sign is they will start giving their stuff away like oh um, here's my whatever I don't need it anymore I want you to have it okay that's that's really kind of them but it's a sign they're planning on being unalive so watch out for that 
Um, you know, depression is, is serious. It, it kills people. It kills people. And um, speaking of things that kill people, um, you know, working in the medical field, um, especially when I was in the Midwest, in Ohio, um, one of the number one things that people got sick from is um, heart disease. All right, we have heart dysrhythmia problems. We'd have um, coronary artery disease, um, things like that. People with, um, they had to get pacemakers. They had to get heart surgery. Okay, we got all the heart issues. So, um, but if you've looked at the number one ways that people pass away, um, the statistic, you know, statistically, um, I suppose that's an odd subject, but it, it's uh, something that we talk about if, if you're in medical, in the medical field. So um, the number one way that people die um, in the United States anyway, and also a lot of other developed countries, um, is, or it was recently, it was heart disease, okay? Um and also uh, cancer was up there. Um, for the people who weren't really old, it was accidents, okay, like car accidents and stuff like that, um, falls from whatever. Um, those all kill people. Um, but his, what has been rapidly rising is a suicide rate, all right? Suicide rate is way up. And also, what has skyrocketed lately is death by overdose, okay? That's number one right now. It's no longer cancer. It's no longer heart disease. It is death by overdose. Um, all the all different medications. I mean, not, not just one or two in particular. But um, usually... Um, usually, um, these people are um, found in their home, either barely alive or already passed away. But the ones that have made it to the hospital and that we've been able to revive, they only go back to do it again. So um, check in on your friends, okay? Um, this is definitely a growing problem, people unaliving themselves. And now we have the overdose thing. And so the question is, are these people addicted to these medications? Or are they just using it as a form of suicide? Um, we don't really know, you know, um, medically. Because we don't get to ask. We don't get to ask them after they pass away. So, um... All I have to say about that is um, there, there's a bigger problem in our world right now than, um, than cancer or heart disease or, um, yeah, so it's about being sad, so being sad, uh, depressed even is uh, killing people at a more rapid rate than it ever has. So why are people so sad? Um, I'm sure you could thought like of 10, 10 reasons right off the top of your head, which is already a bad sign, okay? 
that um, we already know what's making people sad. Um, so somehow we need to to help each other out out of this depression, okay? Because um, we're not talking about people that are like um, really really like like you're expecting um, a terminal illness you know and they choose to uh, have like assisted suicide wherever that that is legal so I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like younger people that are otherwise healthy you know um, well, maybe not emotionally no but um, you know, that don't have terminal illnesses, people that are killing themselves because they just don't want to be here anymore. Um, so, um, it's very important to be aware, um, with your friends and family because you're close to them and you know them. So, um, check in on them and make sure they're okay. Uh, and talk about things openly because, um, we need each other. Things, of course, need to get better, um, but that, that's just a very sad way. That's just a very sad way to leave your family. So, anyway, and I'm very sorry if you've you've ever lost a family member. stay just so you know um, if you're you know feeling like you know those those thoughts you know keep ebbing in that um, the world would somehow be better off if you weren't there um, don't let anyone guilt you into that being a selfish thought okay don't let anyone guilt you uh, that if you talk to anyone about your problems that you're just going to get locked up because that's not true either. Um, it's all in the way that you explain it. Now let me explain. We're telling the truth, but if you don't feel like being alive anymore, you can get... Um, It can go a couple different ways um, if you go to a medical professional. And I'm not trying to tell you that it depends on who you go to because that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is that in the medical field, um, the desire to unalive yourself is the same seriousness as wanting to unalive somebody else. Okay, it's looked at the same. It's a serious, serious problem. If you said, I want to unalive myself, that'd be the same as saying, I want to kill you to a medical person. Okay, it's very, very serious. And that's how it's taken. Now, that being said, if you want to express your extreme sadness, but you're not thinking about killing yourself, you just want to express 
how serious your situation is. Let me tell you what you say. What you say is, I'm having these very, very strong feelings of not being needed in the world anymore. Okay? Um, that expresses very strong feelings. But it does not describe you as a murderer, okay? Because if you're not at the point of doing that, but you know that you are getting pretty close, that's how you describe it to a medical person, okay? Um, yeah, you don't, you don't say that I'm going to kill myself. But if you are, if you feel like you really truly are, that's 911, okay? 911 if you actually feel like you're going to unalive yourself or you are in the process of planning it okay that's the same thing it's it's a slow burn but it's the same it's the same thing so if you're planning a way to leave this world um that that's 911 okay we get you help right right now it, it's important okay um, the reason that a person wanting to unalive themselves is so unreasonable is um, not because the emotions are not real because the emotions are real um, the thing is is that you can get so imbalanced in your serotonin levels and your dopamine levels and other levels that um, you are not able to come out of it unless you get medical intervention okay like an antidepressant I'm not sure if you know how that works but most are a um, serotonin reuptake inhibitor and that is where it helps you keep the small amount of serotonin that you do have. It lingers longer instead of, you know, being evaporated right away. So, you know, if you're slowly building up the serotonin at a pretty slow level, you get to hold on to it longer. Um, when your brain has that going on in the nervous system, it um, functions a little bit faster. So the lack of serotonin causes a slower mind. So that's one of the reasons that people slow down, they want to sleep, um, they talk slower, they think slower, um, because all those processes in the brain are slowed down due to a lack of chemicals, including serotonin and dopamine and other chemicals, uh, which is totally very fascinating to study. Um, but, you know, we don't, we don't have time for that right now. We're going to talk about the basics, okay, the important stuff. So, anyway, so you know that you need to get your serotonin levels and all that balanced back out, okay? So you're going to need medication for that. And if you get to the point where you think that you need to depart from this world, um, your brain is not working at the speed it's supposed to. So your thoughts are unfortunately not um, going to be with 100% clarity. So... Um, that's why it's also important to recognize this in other people so we can um, intervene okay it's important that we intervene so 
We learned today that if you feel like you need to unalive yourself, that's a medical emergency. And you already knew that. But um, now you know that you can go to a medical professional without the fear of being locked in a hospital, you know, without being fear of locked up, like some people say. Um, you know, if you're not thinking that you are immediately going to kill yourself. If you are, 911, okay, 911. But if you are thinking some really seriously sad thoughts, um, you can go to an emergency room and um, they have um, psych, they have psych treating doctors that can help you, okay? Um, they can even have you stay for a little while longer and have a um, certified psychologist, uh, psychiatrist, I should say, come see you while you're at the hospital, okay? So um, if you need emergency help, um, that that's definitely a medical emergency, okay? Um, Please watch out for your friends, for your loved ones, because you know them best. You know when they're off, okay, like nobody else does. Keep an eye on them because the numbers are, are astonishing, the number of people that are, that are, that are dying. So, um, anyway, be safe out there, and I love you, and I know that sounds weird because I don't know you, but that's just, that's just what I do. I don't know why. It's very, you know, it's emotionally draining, but I just, you know, I'm just like that. I don't know. So I love you. Okay. Get the help. All right. It's, you know, the actual medication is not very expensive. Like you can, it's totally doable. All right. And um, if you're feeling some really strong emotions, talk about your strong feelings. I gave you what to say. Um, if you're, you know, feeling strong emotions, but you're not like, you know, want to kill yourself, you just fear that you might get near that point. Um, that's how you say that to a medical doctor that you have really strong feelings of not being in the world anymore, but not like killing yourself or anything, if that's how you feel. Um, and then medical professionals deal with that differently than if you actually want to unalive yourself. So um, get the help that you need, sweetie. Okay. People do love you. They're weirdos. I know they're weirdos. They don't even know you. Um, and they love you. It's really a bizarre thing. So hopefully you will meet people like that. So, um, they do exist. Okay. They do exist. You just gotta, you gotta find them. They're there. They're out there. So, um, go get the help you need. Get around some, um, some weirdos that love you. Okay. And, um, I know you'll have, uh, you'll have good results. Okay. So let's get, let's get it in check. Love you. Bye-bye.